Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everybody. It is Zoe Moon, and I am here to cover our week of January 1st through the 8th and say, see you later, 2020, and hello, 2021. Do us better than 2020 did. <laughs> um, I hope everybody's having fun celebrating their new years probably at home with friends and family or online connecting um but um (laughs) i'm going to do two things in this show one i'm going to give a general overview of the main themes for 2021 and if you want to know how that will uh, impact your sign in particular i did four shows Um, for each of the elements. So there are the fire signs on one show, the earth signs, the water signs, the air signs, and you can find that list below this show. Um, So you can go there to hear more. So I'm just going to do a general overview of what we can expect from the year as a collective. And then I'm going to go into what's going on in our week ahead. (laughs) And I'll do a general overview with that, and then I will get into the signs. So, looking at the year 2021, what do we have in store for us? Well, first and foremost, Pluto continues his journey of destruction and rebirth through the sign of Capricorn. This began in 2008, and it is not over until 2024. So, we are entering our 13th year of this bad boy, and it's a 16-year cycle. Um, So truly this period in history is about deconstructing the old structures, (laughs) the old establishment, um, the the things at the top and the things that support um, to bring about something new in that territory. So to that end, starting in 2008, we started to see things start to unthread with our banking and medical systems and governments and, you know, everything that had some kind of status. And so this is a continued theme um, in 2021. Now, something to keep in mind is that the United States is going through their Pluto return. Um, We are in the buildup stage, believe it or not, (laughs) started last year and is uh, in full bloom through 2021 and will be, you know, really at its peak intensity, 2022, 23, and 24, before we're out. Um, so we are still in the, the depths of the, you know, digging things up, making changes, and dealing with power and control. Um, unfortunately, on the challenging side of Pluto, that rules the criminal underworld and triangular situations. So those puppet masters, we're seeing a lot of that stuff surface. Um, and hopefully, you know, everybody is prepared as they can be for some of the changes that will come about financially to our world, you know, because of the rulership of Pluto with the big money uh, story. So there is that. Neptune in 2021 continues a very long story that Neptune is in as well. In 2011, it moved into its own sign, Pisces, and it stays there until 2026. So we are going into our 10th year out of 15 that we are uh, working through this energy. Just like Pluto, it's a a once-in-a-lifetime transit. 
it will not come back around this lifetime. Um, but Neptune in Pisces is a really interesting energy, you know. Um, there's reality with Saturn and Capricorn, and then there's, um, you know, our fantasy world, the imagination in Pisces, and Neptune rules that. So Neptune in its own sign, three times more powerful than in other placements in the Zodiac. So we're in a very special period where our imagination, our inspiration, the arts, the spiritual world, the veil between worlds, um, romantic connections that thread back through past lives, um, and our research and development and what's going on with institutions is going through this very powerful phase. On the challenging side of Neptune, it's the secrets, the deceptions, the hidden agendas, the hidden enemies. It's the addictions, the bad habits, the um, self-sabotaging tendencies, the escapist uh, needs that some of us that goes, well, probably all of us go through from time to time. Um, and so we're dealing with some of that too. Neptune is also the oceans and the, and when we have major deluges of water, so lots of flooding and lots of, um, you know, intense things going on with our, our water. And so, you know, the magical side of this will not be repeated. So for the artists out there, for those on their spiritual journey, for those in uh, romantic connections from those soulmates, uh, this is just a profound time. And again, if it hasn't come through to you just yet, we still have until 2026. Uh, but this is another year to look for that. At the same time, you do have to be aware that some of those escapist or self-sabotaging tendencies or deceptive, uh, you know, I don't know, what do you call that? <laughs> the need to be deceptive, I hope that you're not. Um, but that's p more powerful than ever as well. So you have to be kind of aware of that in your surroundings and with others and within yourself. Okay, so Uranus. <laughs> what about Uranus? Well, in 2018, Uranus moved into Taurus, and it doesn't exit until 2026. And so we are in the third year of our almost eight years of it passing through Taurus. And so, you know, this is really an interesting area to look at. The challenging side is very challenging. You know, 80 some years ago when it went through Taurus before, there was famine um, because Taurus, the things of the earth, the things, uh, the food that we eat, our possessions, what we're growing. And Uranus is that shocking wild card, sudden changes, unpredictability, um, interruptions, right? So we're, we're starting to see some of that. That's going to continue and probably amplify um, up ahead. Hold on. I got a list of puppies. <laughs> um, and so it does really behoove us to have some backup supplies, uh, you know, to get us through a week or two or a month or two or whatever it might end up being uh, so that, you know, we don't go into full panic mode and all of that. Um, and, but at the same time, guys, this is the innovator energy. This is, you know, people coming up with really amazing ways to find new solutions for what we're doing with our food. So we'll have a lot of home gardens and, and people sharing and trading and, and inside gardening and things like this that are all going to be developed, new ways to get food out to everybody. 
Um, on, on another level, Taurus is about our money. So this is that period where we have the complete shakeup and reinvention of our money. And so we're seeing a lot of things, you know, like, um, uh, just doing our transactions just strictly through digital online currency or people going the opposite extreme and wanting gold, wanting silver. Um, and so it is a time of shaking this area up, getting us out of whatever ruts, you know, since we don't really all, most of us understand a lot about money anyway. <laughs> uh, whoever, I guess, is in charge of all that stuff, figuring it out. But we're definitely in need of, again, being aware that that's an unpredictable, volatile area of life. There will, again, be new innovations there. And the Internet, definitely, because Uranus rules that, can play a big, strong part in this. Or groups of people, friendships and things like this, where maybe we're doing some more bartering, things like this during this period. Um, and so, yeah, so we have that going on throughout the year ahead. Chiron. Chiron is the wounded healer. And Chiron moved into Aries in 2018 and does not exit until 2027. So, again, another long story here. We're in the third year of nine of this uh, moving through Aries. So Chiron in the first, you know, in Aries really wants us to look at physical wounds. What's going on with our body? What do we need to take care of during this, these years? Really important to do so. Do we need to eat more healthy? Do we need, is there some issue going on in the body that we need to take care of? Um, they will come to the surface so that we can see them and start to work on dealing with them. Also, how do we feel vulnerable when it comes to ourselves? You know, is it about our, our body? Is it about our image, our brand, our name, our title, our identity? Um, and so we're addressing that. Then we shift into, you know, the healing side of Chiron and what we can do to take care of this. And then as this progresses, we are moving more into our spiritual guru, teacher, healer energy where we can help others through the understanding of our own personal experience of this passage. So it is really a very um, magical, mystical, um, beautiful energy that as it progresses, you step deeper and deeper into this power to help others. So you do want to kind of watch where that's playing out for you. Um, again, you guys, I'm not going to break all this down for every sign since I did it in the individual signs. Those four shows are up, the fire signs, earth signs, air signs, water signs, links below this show. Just click on which one your sign is found in. I thought it would be better for everybody because you don't have to listen through all 11 signs to get to yours. It just goes a lot quicker and kind of, you know, there you have it. So I do talk about, you know, where you can look for that Chiron energy in each one of these in, you know, as it goes to your own sign. All right. So in 2021, what about Saturn? Well, Saturn is now in Aquarius, moved into Aquarius in December of 2020 and is there until um, 2023, till March. And so we are in, you know, like every 29 years we go through this experience of Saturn in Aquarius. It has two sides, like all the energies. Saturn on the challenging side. Um, this are the restrictions, the rules, the regulations, the endings, the limits, the responsibilities, those authority figures coming down on you about stuff. <laughs> um, and focused on Aquarius, on your on your aspirations, on the internet, on your friends and groups and associations and clubs and gatherings and parties and events. Um, so we still have a lot to deal with with that, you know, in this year ahead. Um, at the same time, Saturn is helping us master some new level of proficiency in those areas, which can 
um, help set up structures that support us moving forward. So it is a very important year for doing the work and being ambitious about what's going on online or within that group that you're affiliated with or with your friend if you're doing something that you're ambitious about with them. Um, or with charities or clubs or organizations, with astrology, with aviation, those things are under Aquarius as well. So definitely a time to get serious and put in the effort. Jupiter is also in Aquarius from December of 2020 to December of 2021, so for one year. It's been 12 years since we had Jupiter here. Jupiter wants to take us all big in those areas of the Internet, astrology, charities, gatherings, parties, events, friends, associates, group affiliations, and original projects and inventions. So you want to look at ways that might bring more happiness into your life or ways that might prosper your life or growth experiences in your life through those arenas. You also might want to, sorry, had to take my astrology book away from my puppy. (laughs) Sorry. Um, You might also want to look at Jupiter um, input on this to help you guys. Um, So maybe there's foreign interest, travel plans, media, marketing, publishing, broadcasting, uh, teaching, learning, getting training, um, legal contracts, ceremonies, religion, politics, playing into what is opening this field up for you in the year ahead. And finally, as an overview for 2021, we have the North Node of Destiny in Gemini and the Karmic South Node opposite that in Sagittarius. So this, you know, the Destiny point and the Karmic point take a year and a half to go through a sign. They moved in there in May of 2020, and they don't exit until January 2022. So our entire year of 2021, we have those two positions playing out. We only get this once every 18 years, so it's a really important time to focus on what's going on there. The North Node of Destiny is playing out in Gemini, which means we are looking for our future. We are looking for those opportunities that will guide us towards our future through the Gemini topics, which means locally, in our neighborhood, with our neighbors, on short trips to nearby places, through a move, um, with your siblings, with your writing, with your sales, um, anything merchant related, anything with um, communications, talks, meetings, uh, interviews, auditions, um, proposals, offers. Uh, and Gemini also rules transportation. There might be something about your vehicles. There might be something about electronics. There might be, um, I think that's everything. <laughs> I think I might have made listed everything. Flirtations, there might be something going on with flirtations. Um, duality, you know, the twins of Gemini. So that's destiny playing out. Look for where that is, you know, things that come along. Try them out. See where they might lead. There could be something destined waiting there. Again, the four shows that go through each sign, I tell you where that's kind of fine-tuned to your sign. The karmic south node in Sagittarius is playing out over Sagittarius themes. This means law, politics, media, education, travel, foreign affairs, um, weddings, graduations, funerals, and other ceremonies, um, maybe inaugurations, oh, Lord. Um, And anything with, did I say religion? I don't remember. Sorry. (laughs) Um, So, guys, what can we say about this? Um, okay, so the karmic south node means we can experience a loss there. 
Um, it can be that karma has, you know, taken hold and there's some kind of payback or some kind of letting go that needs to happen through one of those arenas. Number two, it can mean the complete opposite that a, well, not, you know, exactly opposite, but it's in a better realm, (laughs) is that there is a past life soul that you haven't seen this lifetime that is going, sorry, I got to do a dog list. Oh, oh, puppy. There you go, baby. Um, Okay. Uh, that there is a um, past life soul that is meant to re-enter your life through one of those realms. And so if they are meant to enter your life because they have a connection to you that they want to pick back up on through publishing or media or with a wedding or through travel or, or foreign interests or legal agreements or um, uh, other ceremonies or education, I don't even know which ones I'm saying, politics, religion, any of those Sagittarius themes, then they will show back up. Um, then they will show back up uh, during this this year ahead if they haven't already. And then the final way is that this can be about um, rebalancing the karmic give and take in a situation. And so if there if you have been involved in something there and it's all been one-sided, whether it's you or the other person, um, then this is about rebalancing what's going on there so that the karmic, you know, give and take is in a better flow. So that's our overview of the energy up ahead. Um, Powerful year, just like this year, you know, that we're coming out of. I wish I could tell you that things are going to settle down, but they're not going to settle down. Um, we're going to be in a very intense years up at the very least up through 2024. I'm hoping that that's the complete turning point. Um, okay. So what are we looking at for the week ahead guys? <laughs> okay. For the week ahead, we have on Monday, Mercury getting together with Pluto. This is very powerful news coming in on Monday. Um, so on the world stage, we can expect some really profound stuff. There could be, some kind of power grab. There could be something just straight up powerful. There could be something about a death, a birth, um, a sex scandal, (laughs) uh, the financial world in some way. Um, um, Yeah, things like that. Pluto, right? Um, In your day-to-day life, Monday is a very important day because this is the last week that we have Mercury in Capricorn, okay? And then it's going into Aquarius this coming Friday, the 8th. So this is the last connection that Mercury makes from Capricorn, and it's connecting with Pluto. So it is about the news, the talks, the meetings, the sales, the writing, the interviews, the offers, the decisions that are about bringing that financial or sexual or third party or power or empowerment into the equation, giving you that fresh start over your Capricorn uh, topics, which are personal goals or your career, or something involving fame or notoriety, or a boss, a parent, a judge, a director, a teacher, a leader, or some other authority figure. So you want to make the most of Monday. Somebody you need to call or send an email out to, if you're somebody you've been waiting to hear from, um, if you're trying to write something down or, you know, make a sale about it, you know, then there's something in motion for you on Monday. By Wednesday the 6th, we have Mars exiting It's freaking six months in Aries that we've all endured (laughs) and going into Taurus at 527 p.m. Eastern. Okay, so what can we expect from that? Mars will be in Taurus from January 6th to March 3rd, okay? 
while it was in Aries the last six months, it went forward, then it retrograded like a madman, and then it went forward again. It caught it, it in league with Mercury retrograde, caused all kinds of mix-ups, confusions that we're still dealing with on the global stage, um, but in our own personal lives, possibly too. Mars in Aries is far more fired up and angry, aggressive, passionate, motivated, and you name it, you know, so the, the passionate and the motivated, yeah, we'll take it, but the, all the other stuff, not so much. So having it go into Taurus slows it way down and we start to shift. Okay. So Mars and Taurus is focusing our anger or focusing our passion or focusing what we're getting motivated about on being valued. People are going to go from like zero to a hundred. If you devalue them i mean you're going to see it right up in your face so try to be nice try to value your fellow human beings in every way that you can um but it will also get you very motivated and driven to pursue those things that you value and to pursue what it is those situations where you are valued and it is also very motivating for making money which taurus is all about um, for doing something with your possessions, your products. I mean, if you've been thinking about, you know, putting stuff up for sale on eBay or, or Etsy or who, or Facebook Marketplace or wherever, or you've been thinking about, you know, getting a product to market, this energy is going to really push you to make things happen over these next couple months. Um, and it's also about purchases. So you got to watch that side, guys. We're all kind of locked up buying more stuff online probably so mars kind of you know push that a bit as well now for you guys um that want to know the key dates moving forward now through march 3rd with this i should say january 6th through march 3rd with this um there besides those two dates january 6th and march 3rd when when the energy is moving in and when the energy is exiting you can have those can be standout days for those topics um, but there's five dates, so you want to write these down on your calendar. January 13th, January 20th, January 22nd slash 23rd, because it comes very late on the 22nd, early on the 23rd. So you may experience it either one of those days or both. February 13th and February 24th, okay? So on January 13th, that is Mars squaring Saturn in Aquarius. On January 22nd, 23rd, that is Mars squaring Jupiter in Aquarius. So those two sets of dates are about pushing for this value or income or purchase or product or possession um, and then really having whatever obstacles, challenges, rules, regulations, um, whatever you're going through to make this work online with the friend, with the group, with the uh, charity, the club, the organization, the astrology, the gathering, the party, the original side of what's happening here. So there are some challenges to overcome, and those are the two times when they're going to be evident. And you want to know what those are so that you can tackle them and they don't, you know, bar the way up ahead. So expect those. They also, if they don't come in as a challenge from the outside to you, then they're going to come in as you pushing yourself harder. You're really trying to get this out there. You're really trying to wrap this thing up so you're putting in a lot more, and you know, and it's kind of draining and you're just doing a lot on those days. 
um, January 20th is Mars conjuncting Uranus. This sets off a new two-year story with those two planets, which is about the innovation, the excitement, the change, um, the social quality, um, the originality, um, the online influence with what you're doing about the income, the products, the possessions, or the purchases. So you do have very strong launching energy that may be coming in or that you're setting out around January 20th. Isn't that interesting? I didn't even think about that date. <laughs> I was saying it, and I'm like, oh, my God, okay. Wow, okay. Good boy, it's going to be interesting, isn't it? Um, okay, sorry, I have another puppy to lift. This is not like a third puppy. This is the first puppy that decided they needed to get down, but now they desperately need to get back up. All right, there you go. I'm sorry, guys. I put puppies in the other room for this, but they're too young. They need supervision from mommy. <laughs> okay, um, what's next? Okay, so the February 13th date, Mars is forming an opportunity alignment to Neptune. Really good for opening up the door and allowing something to come through involving an institution, your research, your, your development on the project, or something that has to do with the arts, the spiritual side of what you're doing, or um, a romantic interest in the picture, right? Um, so February 13th, and that's probably good news right before Valentine's Valentine's Day. <laughs> and then on February 24th, on that last alignment, Mars is harmonizing with Pluto. This is about powerful um, evolving of the story with that boss, that director, that judge, that leader, that parent, that other authority figure, or the evolving story with the career or that personal goal tied into what you're doing with the income, the purchase, the product, the possession, or the values. So definitely, you know, a lot going on with Mars there. But overall, definitely way more slow down, way more methodical, way more um, stubborn, <laughs> Taurus, <laughs> um, but very fixed and steadfast there as well in our activities over those weeks. Okay, so what next? Um, it is our last week of Venus in Sagittarius this week ahead. Um, so, you know, Venus in Sagittarius, when it comes to love, money, or uh, beauty, very optimistic, very buoyant, very much wants to grow things, um, you know, and so there's going on there in the week ahead. However, on Friday the 8th, Venus exits that sign and moves into Capricorn. And so she's going to be in Capricorn through the end of the month until February 1st. And so, you know, all of a sudden she's getting a heck of a lot more serious. It's time to get down to business when it comes to love, money, or, or beauty. Time to, you know, put in the effort. Time to, uh, you know, make ambitious moves towards what's going on or say, ciao, see you later. Um, that's pretty much Venus and Capricorn. So there are some key dates here, you guys. I'm sorry. You guys, puppy. I'm sorry. Give me one second. You guys cannot do that with me when I'm trying to talk. There you go. Oh, there you go. There you go. There you go. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. Sorry. <laughs> They're just like chewing me, and I cannot concentrate. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, Venus in Capricorn. Um, okay. So, obviously, the day it moves in on January 8th, big. The day it exits on February 1st, big. And then there's going to be five. Uh, key dates with Venus as well. You want to jot these down on your chart or on your calendar if you're concerned about 
what's coming next with your love life or lover, what's coming next with your income or what's coming next with beauty interest. Um, it would be January 9th, January 13th, January 23rd, January 28th. And sorry, there's four. <laughs> the next one's a mercury glyph. Sorry. So four key dates. All right. So, and guys, these are all really in flow. So that's nice to hear, right? So the the one on January 9th is about getting us active and making moves through Mars connected to that Venus energy. The one on January 13th is connecting to Uranus in a harmonic. So really bringing in the excitement, the spontaneity, and any innovations into the equation. The one on the 23rd links to Neptune. So we're back to the magic, the inspiration, the romantic getaways, the artistic pursuits, the spiritual practices, or how this is playing out with institutions or research. And then the one on January 28th is linked to Pluto in a conjunction, brand new story kicking off for a year with Venus and Pluto. This brings profound changes that are going on, any kind of shared or third party stories that are in this in the equation um and so there you have it now the final thing going on in general in our week ahead is that we are going to have mercury move into aquarius on friday the 8th i am going to tell you guys that this is going to be one heck of a story but i'm going to save some of this to talk to you guys about in next week's show so Mercury moving into Aquarius at the end of this week ahead is going to start to turn our thoughts and attention to our freedom, our original projects, our innovations, our aspirations, as well as to what's going on online with friends, with groups, with clubs, with organizations, astrology, charities, et cetera, right? So you can tell we have a lot going on in that arena already. The reason this is such a big deal is because Mercury is typically in and out of a sign in, you know, three, three and a half weeks. But uh, Mercury will be retrograding in Aquarius. And so this is much more about next week's show because I'm going to get, there are so many important dates with that Mercury retrograde. (laughs) that I'm going to separate that and I'm going to give it to you in next week's show. Um, But I can just say that we will be moving forward with this energy in our talks, our meetings, our ideas, our offers, our sales, our writing, our interviews and decisions. And then at the retrograde, which is going to start on, I believe, yes, the 30th of January, we then stop and start to go backwards and we're reviewing, we're releasing, we're rekindling, we're fine tuning stuff and getting it right. We're going through the typical Mercury glitches and mix-ups and all that. So if you have a lot on your computer, you may want to back it up now since the Internet is ruled by this. Um, We may have all kinds of weird stuff going on during this retrograde up ahead. Um, The retrograde is over on February 20th. So um, between January 30th and February 20th, expected to get, you know, insane there. Uh, but it is our do-over period. And then Mercury will go direct again. We start to take everything forward. And it does not exit Aquarius until March 15th. So we are going to, like I said, be entering a very long story. But in this week ahead, let's really focus on what we're doing with this last week of Mercury in Capricorn with that powerful meeting it's having with Pluto on Monday. 
you're going to have big news or a chance to say something or write something or sell something or sign something um, and you or jot down the idea if it's just something personal to you because it is powerful. So that's our overview, guys. The signs, baby. All right, Aries. <laughs> Aries, Mercury, Pluto on Monday, all about news, uh, talks, information, commerce. Uh, focused on a personal goal or a boss, a parent, a judge, a director, some other authority figure, or focused on your career objectives, Aries. So you might be, you know, talking to people, sending out information online and text, um, writing something up, focusing on the sale, um, or just taking in the information and making some really profound decisions about it. You can be working with that throughout the week ahead, but Monday is the big day. By Wednesday, Aries, your ruler Mars exits your sign. I don't know how most of our, I know I have some close friends who are Aries, and I know how they've been going through it. It's been crazy. Um, so I don't know how every, all, every Aries has been going through it. But, you know, you've hosted Mars in your own sign for six months while you're also hosting Chiron, the wounded healer. So it has been a lot of kind of, you know, racking our Aries up physically, having a lot of stuff they've had to take care of with their body. And if not, you know, really kind of putting them through their motions about their name, their title, their brand, their image, their identity, et cetera. So you do get a break from that now. And, you know, at least for Mars, you know, Chiron's with you guys for a few more years, but Mars is going to make it a lot less amplified. Um, so Mars is going into your zone of personal income, purchases, possessions, and products, as well as your values and, and being valued, Aries. So you now have like the next almost eight weeks to really get busy and do something about that. Um, you can expect to see things start to really fire up in those areas. This will give you the drive to make things happen. However, as with any Aries or any Mars energy, <laughs> Aries energy, any Mars energy, um, there can be the being snappy fights, you know, um, aggression. So you do have to be careful about getting insights over money or purchases or products or possessions. Um, but otherwise, this is great energy to help you make something happen there. And and um, finally, you guys have Venus um, last week in Sagittarius, so looking at love, income, or beauty interests at a distance or through travel, legal, educational, media, marketing, ceremonial arenas, or with religion or politics. You're now going on Friday to have it move into your 10th house. So you're going to get way more serious about making money, the love in your life, or the beauty. And you will be looking over these weeks ahead at commitments or endings or both, um, getting more serious about showing up and putting in the effort, um, and your ambitions in the mix. So that shift comes on Friday. Mercury going into Aquarius on Friday will start that big, long couple month process that we're going to talk more about in next month or next week's show sorry um, but that again is going to bring a lot more um, communication commerce ideas offers decisions that are focused online with friends with groups with associates gatherings parties events astrology or charity <laughs> and also Aries really good for your original projects and inventions okay for Taurus Monday is the big day when it comes together with Pluto Taurus, this is about some profound information, news coming your way, or in a very important talk or meeting or sale or writing or interview or offer a decision, and it has that Pluto side to it. There's power, there's control, there's finances, sex, 
third party shared status, you know, and for you guys, it is focused on your ninth house. So there's a lot of things this could be about. It could be a legal matter. It could be um, about travel plans. It could be about a situation at a distance or foreign energy. It could be about media, marketing, publishing, broadcasting interests. It could be about higher education. It could be about a wedding or other ceremony or religion or politics. So whichever one it is that you're working on, you can expect to have that big moment on Monday and then be working with that throughout the week. Um, Mars moves into your sign, Taurus, on Wednesday, and it is going to continue through your sign until March 3rd. This is going to fire our Tauruses up. Now, our Tauruses are already hosting Uranus, which, you know, is already kind of shaking and rocking their world a bit and bringing in new innovations and trying new things, which is not the usual. Our Tauruses are very steady and slow and solid. Um, So that's kind of shaking them up for years, right? And now Mars is coming on board and is going to fire them up, and they're going to be way more passionate. They're going to be – they're also going to be more angry and aggressive from time to time, so you got to watch that side of yourself, Taurus. Um, But it's very motivating. It's very driven. And so this helps you, Taurus, show up in life and get busy and make things happen from a physical perspective. But it also is um, a motivator when it comes to what the heck is going on with your body, what's going on with your image, your brand, your name, your title, your identity. These couple months are going to give you the motivation to do something about whatever that might be for you. And so it is an important time to be focusing on yourself as well, Taurus. Um, It's the last week of Venus in Sagittarius. And so, you know, with the kind of expansive, optimistic, big, over-the-top energy around love, money, or beauty, um, for Taurus, it's been playing out in the third-party, bigger financial or sexual arena, um, and that is changing on Friday the 8th. It's moving into your ninth house. So, again, now you're going to have this energy um, of Venus playing out through the travel, the distance, the legal, educational, media, marketing, ceremonial, religious, or political themes in the month ahead up until February 1st. So look for love there. Look for income opportunities there. Look for beauty there. You know, maybe you're going to travel to have a beauty procedure or to buy a wonderful piece of art, that kind of thing. Um, So, yeah, that's where it's going to be at. Mercury moving into Aquarius to kick off this new long story because of the upcoming Mercury retrograde also begins, not the retrograde, but the Mercury in Aquarius begins on Friday the 8th. And Taurus, this is going to be in your midheaven. It's all about news, talks, meetings, sales, writing, offers, decisions that are going to be aimed at your career, your personal goals, your status, your fame, and or authority figures in your life. You're going to be moving this forward, then in the retrograde phase, slowing down, going back to the past or rekindling, releasing something, then going forward again and not being done with this until you get into the middle of March. So we are going to talk more in tail with all the dates that break down with that when we get into next week's show, but that's where that goes starting Friday. All right, for Gemini. Um, Gemini, we're in our last week of Mercury and Capricorn in this week ahead. So Gemini, you know, it has been about having a lot on your mind about the loan, the debt, the inheritance, the taxes, the insurance, the investments, the settlements, the alimony, 
the child support, the partner's money, or some other financial thing that's rattling around your brain. And it's been about focusing on talks and meetings and sales and writing and interviews, offers, decisions about that, you know, and this is your last week with that. Also, this area for Gemini is about your thoughts about sexual attractions uh, or issues you need to tackle or reproductive needs or divorce or a death, a birth, a third-party situations and how things are shared. And so, again, you know, there's been a lot of thought given there. And on Monday, we have the important day in the week ahead where there's something very powerful coming through. So you might just snap and have that decision that you make, or you might have that important talk or meeting or sale writing or offer or decision about it on that day. Then you can work through it the rest of the week until Mercury exits that territory on Friday. Um, Mars is um, moving into Taurus on Wednesday. So for Gemini, it's an interesting period for you guys. It's going to be there until March 3rd. Um, This is going to be about you guys getting way busier behind the scenes. Um, So on the one hand, Gemini, you guys, maybe you guys decide to start a project and you're just in development. You're researching, you're putting things together, you're developing the project or the the whatever it is you're involved in here. (laughs) And, um, you know, there's a lot of time behind the scenes for that. It can be that there's a romance going on and you're just kind of pulling back from the world and seeing a lot more passion behind closed doors with this other person during these couple months as you're connecting. Um, It can be that you're getting very driven to get busy about your spiritual practices. You want to get back into meditation, back into yoga, back into prayer, back into your drum circles, back into your hiking in nature or whatever might bring you that connection with the higher source. Um, You may also, Gemini, use this period to get far more motivated about something in the artistic realm. So getting into that film, the music, the painting, the poetry, the dance, the sculpture, or some other muse-driven thing and really getting busy there. Um, This area also rules institutions, so maybe you're going in to have a procedure done at a hospital or you're going off to the university or some other institution that you're getting very busy with. It also is about investigation, so if you're trying to dig up information on something, you can really be digging through all that through these next couple uh, months. And this is also the area uh, where we self-sabotage, where we have bad habits. We are escapists. We get into addictions and things like this. And so Mars here can give you the motivation, the drive to do something about it. So it's a very good time to reach out for help or check yourself in somewhere um, or start that, you know, whatever, whatever process you're going to do to get away from those things. Um, it is also the area of secrets and deceptions. I would say, Gemini, you know, you got to be careful with that side of things. If it's you and um, or your twin, <laughs> to not tell them the truth, uh, Mars is going to cause all kinds of havoc about it, okay? So just try to be as upfront as you can in every area of your life during this time. If somebody else is being deceptive or secretive around you, you're going to get pissed, okay? <laughs> Mars is going to get you like, all right, we're, we're tackling this head on right now. So it's not a good time for that, that kind of thing. Wait, you know, just, just stay away from it. Just don't go there. <laughs> all right, so that's it for Mars. Um, Venus going into Capricorn on Friday the 8th. 
will be then starting to bring the love, the income, the beauty flow into uh, this territory of the other financial realms that we talk um, of what's going on with your sex life, with reproductive life, with divorce, with um, um, a death, a birth, or a third-party situation. So you might be feeling more love. Uh, around the subjects going on there or focused on your money or the beauty in the situation. Venus can help bring more of a smoothing out there. But this week ahead, you still do have Venus um, in your relationship zone up until Friday. So, you know, make the most of the love, the money, the beauty with partners, with clients, with specialist agents, attorneys, competitors uh, throughout this week until Friday until that shift happens. And then with Mercury moving into Aquarius, that starts that big story that's going to get involved in the Mercury retrograde that we're going to talk more about in next week's show. But to touch on it, starting Friday, your thoughts are going to turn more to travel, distant, legal, foreign, educational, media, marketing, publishing, broadcasting, wedding, other ceremonies, religion, or politics. Those are the topics of the ninth house, Gemini, and that's where you're going to be focused a heck of a lot with your talks and meetings, your sales, your writing, your interviews, your offers, the decision-making over the next couple months moving forward, then backing up, then moving forward again. So we'll get into that more in next week's show. All right, for cancer, cancer, um, it's the last week of Mercury in Capricorn. And for cancer, this is about your relationships. This is about those partners, clients, specialist agents, attorneys, competitors, advocates, um, and so Monday is a heck of a powerful day because there's big news about one of those people or there's a very powerful talk, meeting, sale, writing, um, interview, offer, decision involving one of these people. Um, and so you want to kind of look for that. It's about power. It's about financial topics, sex, reproduction, divorce, death, birth, third parties, you know, but it's intense. And then you'll be working with that. That's fresh start stuff, you know, and you'll be working with that throughout the week. By Friday the 8th, Venus moves into this territory of relationships. So over the next weeks up until February 1st, then you now are looking for love, money, beauty, playing out with those partners, clients, specialists, agents, attorneys. Um, So really nice uh, trend starting to kick in for the cancers with those key individuals. On Wednesday, Mars heads into Taurus, first time in two years, and it's going to be there until March 3rd. I know, Poppy, you went up again, right? Lord have mercy. Just call me the elevator. (laughs) I am your friendly elevator. Okay, so on Wednesday, Mars goes into Taurus for cancer. Um, So, guys, uh, this sets off way more activity going on socially for you guys over these next couple months. Mars will get you way more passionate with your friends, your associates, what you're doing with groups, what you're doing online with astrology, charities, gatherings, parties, events, your own aspirations and original projects. It will also stir up anger and fights from time to time. So you do have to be careful that you don't get in spats with your buds um, or online with anybody. Um, but at the, but more than anything, it's the drive, it's the motivation, it's time to make something happen. If you're going to do something online with astrology, with charities, with the friends, the associates, the groups, the original projects, the aspirations, this is the key to helping you move that 
you know, move that forward down the, down the goal line. Okay, so then we also have Mercury then moving into Aquarius on Friday the 8th. And this will kick off that very long story because of the upcoming retrograde. I'm going to talk more in depth about it next week. But to give you a general overview, Cancer, um, this is going to turn your thoughts to sex, reproduction, your financial world could be the taxes, the insurance, the investments, the alimony, the loan, the debt, the inheritance, the bankruptcy, the partner's money, or whatever outside third party or shared financial scenario. Um, this is where you're going to be uh, focusing, okay? Focusing your talks, your meetings, your sales, your writing, your interviews, your offers and decisions there. Um, so you'll be moving that forward. Then you'll slow down. You'll have to go back over something. And then you'll be moving forward again over these next couple months. So there you have it. starts on Friday. All right, for Leo, <laughs> Leo, it's our last week of Mercury and Capricorn. For you guys, really the talks, the ideas, the decisions, the meetings, the sales, the offers, the writing, all of this focused on your work, um, focus on your tasks at hand. So it doesn't have to just be about a job. It can be about the work you're doing around the house as well or for somebody else. Um, it has to do with coworkers, hired help, paperwork. It also has to do with your health and it has to do with your animals, and that's just as equal, okay? So maybe you're focusing it all on health. Maybe you're focusing it all on animals, or it's about work. So, Leo, Monday is a power, power day with this. You're hearing the big news, or you're making the big decision, or the offer's coming in, or you're making the sale, or, or you're having that meeting or talk or writing this thing up. Um, and so look for Monday to kind of be very powerful, transformative in one of those areas then you're working with that as the week goes forward. Venus will move into this territory on Friday the 8th. So she's going to be there till the end of the month, till February 1st. Now all of a sudden there's women on board or there's money income opportunities coming in or there's love in the equation <laughs> or beauty in the equation, right? So Venus is bringing her charms to your work, to your health, to your animals, your co-workers hired help and and paperwork so this is there to help smooth things out bring some more pleasure into that story in the weeks ahead um, leo mars is heading into taurus on wednesday and so this is kicking off a couple months where you guys are going to be fired up <laughs> and making things happen um, and it's at the apex of your chart, Leo. So you guys are standing out. There is a lot of focus on you guys during this period. A lot is happening to you or through you or about you uh, that there's, um, you know, a lot of notoriety or fame or status or attention or recognition around it. Um, it can be tied to your career. It can be tied to a personal goal you're driven to achieve. It can be tied to what's going on with a boss, a parent, a judge, a director, a teacher, a mentor, or some other authority figure in your life. So you're driven, you're, you're, you're making things happen, you're more passionate in these areas. The only thing you have to watch for is Mars being more angry and fighting, you know, so don't fight with the boss, don't fight with the parent, don't fight about career or personal goals, and you're going to go through this period <laughs> really able to move some mountains. So there you have that. Now, Mercury moves into Aquarius on Friday the 8th. And so, Leo, this is your relationship zone, and this is a very long story because of the upcoming retrograde there. 
So I'm going to get into the details and dates associated, the ones that are going to be important to you for sure, um, in next week's show. Sorry, but, you know, I'm only human and it's New Year's Eve. (laughs) So as far as like a general overview, Leo, you're entering into a couple months now where there's going to be a lot more meetings that are happening with romantic partners, business partners, clients, specialist agents, attorneys, competitors, advocates, and those kind of relationships. There's going to be a lot more talks. There's going to be a lot more ideas. There's going to be more writing. There's going to be more focus on sales. There could be more short trips or local activities. There could be more proposals, offers, and decisions being made. So it's all about connection coming up here for our Leos. And, guys, you're going to be moving this forward. And then in the retrograde, you slow down, you go back, you release something, you rekindle something, or you rework something, one or the other. And then you move forward again. And so it's going to be a big story for you guys. We'll get into that more next week. But there you have it for Virgo. We are looking at Mercury in its last week in Capricorn. And for Virgo, this means a lot more news, talks or meetings, sales or writing, interviews, offers or decisions that are focused on lovers, children, creative projects, or recreation. So get out and about, meet these people, or talk to them. Well, if you're allowed out and about, I should say, I suppose. Um, Focus on those sales, the writing, you get the idea. Monday is a power day here. There is big news or a a powerful meeting or um, an offer or a sale or the writing or the decision. Um, There is a financial side to this, or there's a sexual component or a reproductive component or something about the divorce or the death or the birth of the third party in the story. But it is about really evolving what's happening there in your life and giving you some kind of fresh start from whatever this is on Monday. So you work with that through the week. Um, On Friday, Venus moves into this territory of true love lovers, uh, children, creative projects, and recreation for Leo. And um, so you guys are going to – I'm sorry, for Virgo. Why did I say Leo? Um, Sorry, for Virgo. I'm just – I had a brain fart, and I'm looking at it going, wait, wait, wait. Huh? Huh? Did I just say Leo? (laughs) Sorry, Virgo. (laughs) So Venus moving into this territory for you guys is wonderful. I mean, you guys are going to have it there from Friday the 8th until February 1st. It really brings more love into the love relationship scenario or attracts that lover to you if you're single, uh, if you're making an effort. (laughs) Um, It brings – income flow around those creative projects or what you're doing with kid projects or your recreational pursuits or it brings beauty overall to all those stories. It brings more enjoyment, smooths that issue. So Venus um, arrival is something to look forward to there on Friday the 8th. Um, And then Mercury will be heading into Aquarius to kick off that really long story that's going to go into the Mercury retrograde up ahead. I'm going to talk about it more on next week's show. Um, But to give you an overview, Virgo, this is going to be focused on your work, your health, or your animals. Therefore, it could also involve hired help, co-workers, paperwork, um, the details, what you're kind of going over here. So you are going to be turning your attention to those topics. You're going to have a lot more talks and meetings and sales and writing and interviews and offers and decisions about your work, about your health, about your animals, or hired help or paperwork. 
you will be moving forward and then slow down and go back to exit something or rekindle something from the past or rework an ongoing story, and then you'll be moving forward again. So all the way up until the middle of March with that. But again, I'll give you dates and details with that in next week's show. All right, for Libra, we're halfway there. Let me take a sip of my water. Hold on. All right. Libra, last week of Mercury and Capricorn. Libra, important for your ideas, your talks, your meetings, your sales, your writing, your interviews, your offers or decisions about your home about real estate deals, moves, renovations, family, parents, or roommates. And Monday is incredibly powerful about this. There is that meetup between Mercury and Pluto. Something's coming around about this on Monday. It involves a big financial topic. It involves sexual attractions, reproduction, birth, death, divorce, or third-party stories. Pick one. (laughs) And there's something really big coming here on Monday, and then you'll be working through that the rest of the week, uh, giving you that boost forward in some way. And then by Friday the 8th, your ruler, Venus, moves into this territory of home, family, parents, roommates, moves, renovations, and real estate deals. So now we start to see the beauty, the pleasure, the income flow, the love playing out in this area up through February 1st. It should make it way more enjoyable for you guys. Um, So you have that to look forward to. Mars is heading into Taurus on Wednesday, a couple of years since you've had it here. Libra, this is definitely going to spark up your libido. It's a very passionate sexual uh, time for you guys over or intimate at the very least <laughs> over the next couple months. It's also going to drive you to get busy to do something about any of the financial subjects in your life. Um, also, if there is a birth, a death, or a divorce, it would get you busy about that. Um, or third-party situations that you're working through get you very fired up and busy about that. So Mars will help you get that passion, that drive, and make things happen. You just have to watch for fights or anger uh, boiling up over those subjects, okay? So watch for jealousy, possessiveness, or obsessions. That could be the downside of this, okay? Um, and, but otherwise this is stirring up a lot of good stuff there to motivate and move that stuff forward. Now on Friday, the 8th, Mercury goes into Aquarius, which is going to be this long played out story over the next couple of months because of the upcoming Mercury retrograde. So Libra, this is going to turn your attention to creative projects, to lovers, to children or, or recreational pursuits, or maybe all of that. And you'll be moving that forward with talks, meetings, sales, writing, interviews, offers, decisions. And then you'll slow down, go back over things, let go, rekindle, rework something. Um, And then you'll move forward again in the process. So we're going to get into all the details of that in next week's show since that's actually starting on Friday the 8th. All right, for Scorpio, we're in our last week of Mercury in Capricorn. And so, you know, Scorpio, it is all about your your ideas, uh, the news and offers and proposals coming around, your talks and meetings and sales and writing, your interviews and auditions. Also, for Scorpio, there may be something um, that you're still trying to decide involving um, a, a brother, a sister, a neighbor. Um, maybe a move, um, maybe something with your vehicles or electronics. 
or a short trip or community, neighborhood, local activity. (laughs) You got a lot there, right? And so Monday is profound, a very big decision or offer or idea or talk is ensuing um, there that has something to do with triangles, third-party situations, power control, finances, sex, reproduction, birth, death, or divorce. And so whatever that is, it's giving you that um, kind of forward momentum from it that you can work through for the week. And then by Friday the 8th, Venus moves into that same territory of all those topics I just listed. So now you'll be able to look for love there, income flow there, beauty there. And that stays in motion until February 1st. So that should be good. Mars is heading into... Um, your relationship zone, Scorpio, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> and it's going to be there until, gosh, start it, uh, March 3rd. So, uh, gosh, Scorpio, you are going to be all about connecting at least with one key individual and maybe with a bunch. This is really firing you up and making things happen with romantic partners, business partners, clients. Specialists, agents, attorneys, competitors, opponents, or advocates. And so there's a lot more potential for passion. There's a lot more drive and motivation and potential to make things happen. But there can also be more fights and anger sparking up from time to time. Um, Definitely look at those key dates I gave at the top of the show for Mars to know when that might be expected. (laughs) Um, But try to stay on your side in in the motivational, positive, uh, ambitious, and passionate side of this so that you get the most out of making things happen with these people over the next couple months. Um, And then we have Mercury moving into Aquarius on Friday the 8th. I'm going to tell that story in next week's show um, because it is a long story with Mercury retrograde. As part of it, it's going to be there a very long time. It's going to go forward, then it's going to go backwards, then it's going to go forward. (laughs) And for Scorpio, it's about what's going to be being decided or happening in your home with a move, a renovation, a real estate deal, family, parents, or roommates. So there's a whole lot getting ready to start taking off there, but it doesn't come until Friday the 8th and onward. For Sagittarius, Sagittarius, it is the last week of Mercury in Capricorn, which means the talks, the meetings, the sales, the writing, the interviews, the offers, the decisions are all about making money, your purchases, your products or possessions. And so you want to make the most of that. Monday is the power day. There's really big information or ideas, talks, meetings, sales, writing, interviews, offers, or decisions about that on Monday. It brings in that outer financial side of things or the shared assets or the sexual attraction or the third party. Um, And then you'll be working with that through the week. By Friday the 8th, Venus moves into this same territory of your income, your purchases, products, and possessions. So Venus here doubles up on the potential to get into the flow about income, but she also brings love and beauty into the equation. So maybe you'll be buying beautiful objects or buying uh, gifts for loved ones or uh, falling in love with what you're doing to make money (laughs) or or with your purchases, I don't know. Um, But definitely is a good vibe there up through February 1st. Um, And then finally, Mercury will head into Aquarius on Friday the 8th. 
Sag, you know, this will start that very long story that puts a lot of focus as for your sign will be on talks, meetings, sales, writing, interviews, offers, and agreements, as well as anything that you're making choices about with your brothers, sisters, neighbors, moves, vehicles, electronics, short trips, or local activities. So you will see a big swell forward, then it'll slow down, you'll go back, you'll let go, you'll rekindle, you'll rework, then you'll go forward again, and it's not done until the middle of March. So I will talk about dates and the details of that in next week's show. For Capricorn, Capricorn, it's our last week of Mercury and Capricorn. So Capricorn, really powerful week for you guys. I can't tell you how much um, really focused on your body, your image, your brand, your name on something, your title, your identity, your personal needs, your involvement in something, very much focused on you, Capricorn. And this is all about, you know, your ideas, your talks, your meetings, your sales, your writing, your interviews, your offers and decisions about you or involving you. And Monday is the power day. So on Monday, this all comes together in some way regarding a a financial topic, your sex life, reproductive life, a birth, a death, a divorce, or a third-party situation, and then whatever this is kind of boosts open this next uh, chapter for you, and you'll be working with that through the week, and by Friday, Venus moves into your sign Capricorn, which is lovely to host Venus because there's more love, there's more pleasure, there's more beauty, (laughs) there's more income flow, and it's tied to your name, your brand, your image, your body, your your involvement, et cetera, so it's all about you, and it's there till February 1st. So this is a lovely trend starting to kick in for our Capricorns. Um, So on Wednesday, Mars moves into Taurus, where it's going to be for the next couple months. Capricorn, get ready, baby. You're going to get fired up and see a lot more happening with one of these four things or all of these four things you choose. It is about your kids. It is about your love life slash lover. It is about your creative projects and talents, and it is about recreation for you guys. So you're about to get busier than you've been in a couple years there. There's going to be far more passion, far more motivation and activity, making things happen. You only have to sidestep the angry fighting side of Mars, which if it's going to get sparked, will play out with these lovers, kids, creative projects, or recreational pursuits. Otherwise, it's a really passionate time to make things happen, and there you have it. On Friday the 8th, Mercury will head into Aquarius, which starts that very long story for everybody because of the upcoming retrograde. I'm going to get into details and dates with that in next week's show. But for the overview, Capricorn, this is going to be focused on your income, purchases, products, and possessions. So you're moving forward starting Friday in your talks and meetings and sales and writing and interviews and offers and decisions about those things. And then at the retrograde, you'll be slowing down, going back, releasing something, rekindling something from the past or reworking the ongoing situation. And then you'll be moving forward again and be done with this by the middle of March. So, again, just prep for that. There's going to be a lot of focus happening there for you guys in the next couple months. For Aquarius, this is the last week of Mercury and Capricorn. So for you guys, last week of it behind the scenes, you've been focusing your thoughts, your ideas, your talks, your meetings, your sales, your writing, your interviews, your offers and decisions on artistic interests, spiritual practices, magical or psychic interests, romantic interludes or getaways, 
um, institutions, research, investigations, or dealing with addictions, bad habits, secrets, or deceptions, or even water issues. (laughs) And Monday is the big power day. This is when it all kind of comes together, and there is a financial or sexual or third-party context to this, or something about a birth, a death, or a divorce in this. So definitely expect something very big there on Monday. It's giving you that kickstart into some kind of fresh uh, next chapter with that, and you'll do do whatever you're doing through the week. And by Friday the 8th, Venus moves into this territory, and now all of a sudden you've got love, you've got income, you've got beauty playing out behind the scenes in these artistic, romantic, or spiritual arenas with the institutions, the research, or the investigations, or helping you deal with the secrets, deceptions, or addictions, or bad habits. <laughs> so that should be nice up through February 1st. Mars is heading into Aquarius's home front starting Wednesday. So you haven't had it here in two years. It's going to fire you up and getting you busier than you've been in a long time to make things happen at home, about your home, with a move, a renovation, a real estate deal, the family, the parents, the roommates, whatever you're doing there at ground zero, Aquarius, you're about to get busier about it. Mars can bring a lot more passion playing out there in your life, which is great. It can also motivate you to make things happen more so than you can at other times during the year or years. Um, But it also can bring fight and anger. So you do have to be careful about, you know, snapping at people over those things. Um, But other than that, very motivational. Uh, Finally, at the end of the week on Friday, Mercury moves into your sign Aquarius. So this is going to be a long story that we're going to talk about more in next week's show. But suffice it to say, we'll be moving forward about you. And then the retrograde will take over at the end of January, first 20 days of February. And you'll be backtracking, letting go, rekindling, reworking something. And then you'll be moving forward again as it goes direct up through the middle of March. So this is a lot of attention on you, Aquarius. There is some kind of decision you need to make about your body, your image, your brand, your name, your title, your identity, your needs, or your involvement in something. It's just pretty much cut and dry. So you will be into a lot of talks and meetings, sales, writing offers, and interviews, decisions about it. You're in flux for a few months there. So take your time to figure out what this is, um, but we'll be on you. All right, for Pisces, it's our last week of Mercury in Capricorn. And so for you guys, this is about the news, the talks, the meetings, the sales, the writing, the interviews, the offers, the decisions that are social or aspirational. So there's a lot going on here with friends, associates, groups, parties, events, gatherings, clubs, organizations, the internet, astrology, um, did I say charities? Definitely charities. Um, Anything to do with your own original projects or inventions, your um, aspirations in life, your freedom or freedom in general. And so Monday is a power day, very intense. When Pluto comes into the story to bring the financial side to this or the sexual side or the reproductive side or something going on with a birth, a death, or a divorce or third parties in the story. So expect to hear something or decide something on Monday. Um, And then this moves you forward through the week. By Friday the 8th, Venus enters this social and aspirational part of your chart. It's going to be there until February 1st. This makes for a lot more pleasure and enjoyment, a lot more focus on love, income, and beauty, playing out online with friends, with groups, associates, clubs, organizations, aspirations, original projects, and the like. 
Um, so it should be a nice influence there coming up. Coming up. Um, on Wednesday, Mars moves into your third house, Pisces. Oh, boy. Hold on. i got to take a sip of my water. Okay. So, Mars heading into Taurus. You haven't had it here in a couple years, and it's going to be there for a couple months. This is going to fire up you. what you got to say, Pisces. <laughs> You're going to be a spitfire. you got a lot of passion, a lot of anger, a lot of frustration, a lot of drive and motivation, all wrapped up in what you have to say, um, your ideas, your talks, your meetings, your writing, your interviews, your auditions, your sales. Um, and may play into what's going on locally with your community, um, with short trips to nearby places, could involve vehicles, electronics, siblings, neighbors, moves. So there's a lot to see happening here. It's really good energy for making things happen, for putting your passion into this. Just be careful of, you know, uh, anger and fights. And because this involves uh, short trips and, and vehicles, uh, be careful with accident-prone kind of situations as well during these couple months. Other than that, you can really make things happen. and Our Pisces are going to be on fire there. Um, and then on Friday the 8th, we have Mercury heading into Aquarius. And so um, this is definitely going to start this long story that we're going to talk more about in next week's show because Mercury will retrograde at the end of January up through the first 20 days of February. It's going to extend this, and then it'll go direct after that all the way until the middle of March. So you have a long chapter kicking off here starting on Friday. The topic for Pisces is going to be that there are going to be a lot more talks, meetings, sales, writing, interviews, offers, decisions, as well as ideas that are playing out that are tied to the to your karmic or past life scenarios that have to do with institutions, research, development, secrets, deceptions, addictions, bad habits, romance, artistic pursuits, or spiritual practices. So wowza, wowza, Pisces, that's quite the combo you got going on. Um, but again, we'll talk more about that in next week's show. <laughs> so that's it, guys. Happy New Year. I wish you guys all the best. Um, clink a toast to me tonight. I will be thinking of you guys. Um, and I hope it's a good one. And this this should be up here shortly for replay. So amen. Signing out. Have a good one. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.